Do Re Mi. The show that tells about the stories, hustles, and fearlessness of making music. This show is brought to you by Limex Audio and Tilapia. I want this hair when I grow up. <laughs> you already grown. No, I'm going to cut the hair tomorrow. I don't like a lot of hair. I don't know how, how, how to like, wake up and just like... You just wake up. Just must, like, be, must be fun. It's like... There! Just cool. cover my hair with a hat. Yeah, uh, that's how you hide it. Eh? That's, how I hide my hair. that's yeah. in situations where things are for like, mm-hmm. uh, they like <laughs> judging you from yeah, like the yeah. hair. They're like, huh, this guy's not serious. Boys, do you have stuff? Do you have like overdress up usually? No. no. Like to I, like, like especially in situations where you have to like make an impression. Hmm. I I'm really in play in in situation uh, situation where I have to make an impression because like. Most of the times when I supposed to make an impression, I'm on stage. So ah, uh, you lucky. Uh, lucky. So. It's not like hey, I'm I want to have meetings. Man. Uh, I'm not sure, like introducing. Let's, let's wait for the wife. Oh, yeah. wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 she will see this this buses. Be like no buses. Be like uh, Brian, what up? What up in the hair? Like two buses. Two buses. There have been many before me. There will be many after me. True. <laughs> uh, so let's just begin this podcast. That's just like an interlude to the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so hi. Uh, what's this episode five yeah. of Doremi? Uh, I'm here with the body of Brian. You know, I was going to say the brand of, but uh, it's alright. It's just <laughs> like mess it, mess it with me. Like, it's an <laughs> Yeah, we should just like I don't know, boss. B-O-S. I don't know, body of Rubio. Ah, God, it's such a long. <laughs> Why are there so many words in your like your act's name is so weird? Anyway, the body of Brian. Nice to meet you. Welcome to you. Thank you very much for having me here. Welcome to Naguru. This is the shack where all these ideas are cooked up. The home of my friends make music is like in this corner here. <laughs> when the major scale. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> uh so I just thought we'd just get into like yeah. I just first thing out of this white body of brand, like let's just start there. Ah, mm. <clears throat> uh, well, I get this question quite a lot. Uh, first of all, my name, my real name is Brian Corpus Malenge. So, Corpus Brian is literally tra- literally translates to the body of Brian because Corpus is, in Latin, is the body of. of. Yeah. Cool. I need to meet your parents. <laughs> wow. Okay. You need to meet your parents. Just like direct pick and ask why. Like of all things, like Copas. My my dad's name is actually Copas. Ah. Uh, yeah. So you. last name. Ah, nice, cool. That's well done. Like mm. as I said, you just need to hang out with some people. <laughs> I'm hanging out with wrong people. Just get out. Go away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this is, is, cool. is, cool. is my new friend. This is my new friend. Yeah. Anyway, so how do you get into music? Just tell us like your like how music started for you. And mm, music. Ah uh, well, music. As a child, I used to sing a bit. You know. There's no more. Hey, you come and sing in the choir. Yeah. 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 So my cousin, you know, the yeah. cliche thing. Yeah, I get. They would arrange us in the room and we sing Christmas carols. Yeah. 
my cousin arranged and we but I mean like maybe like uh, yeah because my aunt was in the choir as well yeah. sort of influenced me but not really it was just you know a by the way thing like uh, okay people sing okay I also sing it's easy it wasn't like a passionate thing for me at that time but um, so like primary school I used to sing a bit I used to actually sing really well but when I when I was like 13 or something my voice broke right and I'd, I'd, I didn't have a clue what to do with myself at that time because man so I gave up on singing I was like you know what it was a good run <laughs> my voice has broken now it's okay I give up let's move on let's move on let's go and read books <laughs> and play football yeah but like after that um, after that whole phase I school my teenagers were pretty much for my music taste was pretty much shaped by listening to alternative rock ah, okay. at that time because I mean that was a sort of a, a cool thing to you know no no rock music okay first person okay yeah but like so that that sort of vibe uh, shaped my musical taste yeah. in a yeah. way yeah Uh, I didn't really have uh, I was passionate about music and like how the the expression in in music and how it made me feel and all these things but I didn't really have that artistic aspect to me like to create things and to interpret emotions and on thoughts and stuff like that I didn't really have that at that time okay. so um, like when I was 16 I tried singing somewhere it was, it was horrible it was horrible i sounded so bad i sounded so bad but the good thing that was in a was in a safe space people were not judging me so it was cool uh but i was still passionate about it so when uh, i was like in a level 17 18 i really wanted to do music but i had no zero music i zero music knowledge like when it comes to like um the The intricacies of music like you know scale or whatever yeah. singing knowledge at zero so I used to write these lyrics and uh, I'd always forget the melody what I would write then um, I would always end up with like lyrics or words that sounded interesting but I, I, I couldn't put melody, melody to them right yeah, yeah. so I said to become a rapper Yeah. So I became a rapper. Yeah, was photos. Like huh? I was a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> a rapper. No, I didn't. I didn't, to, I didn't go to a photo studio to pose as a rapper with a with a durag. No, yeah. there was no durag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like um, I started rapping and you know rhyming, trying to you know improve my you know rhyming skills. I was a work rapper first of all. Which rappers were you looking up to then at that time? Yeah, I was in the business. Like from the rock. Uh, rock, like yeah, yeah. No, rappers. yeah, yeah, rappers. Uh, rock actually, rock into rap. Uh, at that time, it was you know that whole Linkin Park. What yeah, is it? Fort album? Minor. Yeah, Fort Minor. You know, no, Linkin Park and Jay Z. That yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it sort of like you know it was middle ground for me to explore both things, right? Yeah. So I I I I kept that uh, you know that idea in my mind as I was trying to rap. I was a very poor rapper. 
not in terms of like money. Okay, in terms of money as well. <laughs> but <laughs> in terms of skill as well. In terms of skill. Like all rappers are rich. Nope. Yeah, in terms of skill as well. I wasn't, I wasn't that great, I have to admit. But yeah, I really, uh, so um, after that, in my A6 VAC, I, I was uh, just chilling at home. I didn't have much to do. I was pretty much just playing, between playing football and hanging out with my friend. My friend is called Mimo, he's now a producer, I don't know. He was produced a couple of hits, with like Wiki Bender and all that stuff. And local cool. artist, local mainstream artist, Mimo is, is doing well. Yeah. yeah, so he was starting out his first studio down in Entebbe. Next podcast today, Mimo. Mimo, <laughs> I don't think you'll find him. That stays very far, he stays in Entebbe. So we started out like um, it was a studio. I helped him set up, um, you know, just like soundproofing the place. Even like before we soundproofed, he had like a big mixer. So we got like those um, Skype mics, and uh, we recorded our first two songs on the Skype mic. Uh, what happened was we we stuck we stuck the we taped the Skype mic onto the wall. To make sure it could it didn't shake yeah. yeah yeah then we had like a makeshift pop blocker in front of it then we sang over that he yeah he had made a couple of beats in studio he eventually produced a song uh he was using fruity loops at that time fruity loops yeah fruity loops yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like two three songs huh? yeah back so now during that uh vacation is, period yeah. huh? I actually didn't have much to do, so I tried to explore, like, you know, you know what, eh? let me, I mean, he had a guitar, so I was like, you know what, eh? let me just try learning guitar, I'm playing the song, play the songs I like, I like all these, you know, rock songs, uh, songs are uh, what's that, never been bad, Paddle in the Mud was the first song I learned, it was um, Drift and Die, that was the first song I ever played on guitar, I don't think I remember it, but Paddle in the Mud, Drift and Die. So I started learning, you know, rock songs, just going online and picking up random progressions. You know, the process is long and hectic and rehearsing every day. That's how I picked up my, my vibe of like, you know, um, learning the guitar. So I first learned the guitar before I tried to explore how I could sing as well. Okay. So after learning the guitar, after a while, I would just go online, get YouTube tutorials, teach myself. I didn't really have a teacher to teach me all this stuff. So get a book, read, I read all that stuff. Yeah, so I pretty much grew from that. I started uh, singing covers, playing covers around uh, during uni. Uh, that was my side gig playing. Mishmash days. Yeah, Mishmash days, <laughs> oh, open man. mics. Yeah, I would go to open mics, play a couple of songs that I've learned, try to improve myself every other week. Yeah, so my, my artistry, I should say, grew from that. Just me trying to explore the things that I liked and trying to execute them trying to see things in my voice, trying to explore the the emotional nature of how to deliver a song. Which is cool, cool. I mean, it's like from that book uh, by Aston Collin, Still Like an Artist, if you've read it. I don't know, I haven't read it. Uh, But he talks about a thing where he's like, why why most artists sort of hustle, Mm. is that they, they, I like what you did, like it seemed like you first figured out the why 
like you really dug deep into the why of the guys you like you get like the rappers and the yeah. rock stars they're like why the heck are you singing like that why are you doing that yeah. then sort of figured yeah. out okay that's why you do it Instead now let me make it my own which most which most people yes. don't don't do because and then and then they complain hey i'm not being original i can't really cook up my own <laughs> stuff. stuff and yet yeah. i'm like wait have you how deep how deep uh, have you dug into the yeah, why into of the who why you're looking up to and then put your own exactly. spin to it yeah, exactly yeah. That, that's pretty much it like when you properly understand where the creativity comes from the emotional nature of the creative where it comes from yeah you'll be able to understand yes you'll be able to understand how to create your own right yeah just from like seeing how people interpret their own versions of the emotions because pretty much like everyone feels emotions anger love what what it's just how we see them how we feel them how we yeah. you know how we express them how we Yeah. So the more you understand that and you're able to to express that in in your own way, then you are sort of an artist describing the world. True. Your world to people. True. True. Yeah. But I like that you like you really dug into the why people don't do the why thing a lot. <laughs> Especially like in this market like hey, I want yeah. to be like I've always said like I tell Josh like if you want to be a reggae artist, if you had the opportunity to go to Jamaica for a year, then come back. come back because then you'd understand Stand, yeah. why people do reggae uh, yes, what's the why, point what's why why reggae what's the point behind reggae to the roots old dance hall you really yeah, understand it hall. then yeah, you can come yeah. back and yeah. then yeah, be true. amazing but true. most times it's sort of copy paste copy paste yeah. and so the influence sort of stays in a certain yeah. box and yeah. like never so true. the artist but, never actually has a print yeah natural yeah. print eh? Yeah, but I guess you know there's different ways of looking at it. I sure. mean, you can look at it that way, yeah. but also there's people who have sort of copied and come up with some crazy, it's crazy sounds as well. So sure, it's, it's a very abstract thing. Just, yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> it will work for you, work for it. But anyway, back to the point of like um, how I progressed on that, yeah. playing open mics, and then um, I think one of my very interesting points. In uh, starting to actually write my own music was when I I met an artist called Bosco the Young Nomad. Yeah, uh, we were one of those open mics. His names, just the best. Bosco the Young Nomad. <laughs> you probably don't know him a lot, but you should go check out his SoundCloud. He's a quite he's a quite interesting artist as well. Check him out. Yeah. So I was uh, I was playing at an open mic at Mishmash. Yeah. One of those dates. So he comes over with a hoodie. Yeah, I don't know. No, he wasn't wearing a hoodie that time. It was just no dude with dreadlocks. And I was like, ah, oh, yo, let me play a song. And I'm like, oh, so yeah, it's cool. It's an open mic. So he comes and plays music that he wrote, and I felt this connection with what he was saying. And I was like, yo, you wrote this stuff. Yo, I, I it was really like, you know, seeing someone right there, and they're telling you these these things that you can. Mm-hmm. do uh, emotionally connect to yeah. like yeah. Yeah, it tells you man uh one of those lyrics man uh, anyway the lyrics have slipped my mind but like yeah his lyricism and I was like I was so I was, I was so impressed by what he was how he was expressing himself yeah. I was like you know what I want to try to, I want to do that as well I want to do that as well because by that point I was still you know just playing covers and trying to improve like my guitar skills singing skills but also that's that's just one dimension i didn't thought over that time i was uh, so I, i thought of it like you know what i need to start expressing myself in this way so i started learning how to write lyrics and 
refining my songwriting process and all that stuff as I explore it, explore my artistry, explore like you know what perspectives I, w- I would like to paint in form of words and sounds. So yeah, that's how you became an artist. That's where I am right now. Cool. So like you've been writing songs for how long now? Maybe six years or five years. Six years. Six to five. Yeah. That's awesome. So what's cooking? What what apart from like like the things like I'm very because like, I listened. Wait 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 wait. wait. We're in 2018, right? Yeah. It's like six seven years. Six, six, seven years. Yeah. Six seven years. So how's the like how's this like from writing songs? How was like the journey been for you? Like like how's the process been like just improving and like just failing and improving. failing? Yeah. I guess you know the f- after a while like or writing. I eventually like develop my own creative process. Yeah. Everyone does that, you know. There's different people. There's people who can just enter a room and just do a song in thirty minutes, and you're like, oh, "Wow, who is this human being?" It's a dope song. Then I am, I'm not that kind. Of, I can't write a song in thirty minutes. I just failed. At the start, I was uh, when I was writing uh, songs, I would. I had this perspective, you know what, let me sit down and write a full song. And I would always fail. I would always write some stuff and I would just think at the end of the day, man, what's this cheesy stuff that I've written, man? You know? I'd, yeah, again. Really, really, yeah. you know? I'd never feel satisfied satisfied with it. It was occasionally when I would, you know, just r- land on some good day when I'm really inspired and write a full song. I'm like, oh, wow, I did that. But eventually I learned, now this is my creative process. These days, anyway. Yeah. So if uh, if I'm gonna write a song, yeah. I don't write a song. I. It's like a, a song is a result of very many points of inspiration, I guess. Yeah. Like I can, every day, as I go through my day, or think about interesting, or explore my mind, or sorts, think about interesting thoughts or whatever, or rhymes or perspectives or what. Whenever something interesting picks my mind, I always just write it down. Whether it's two lines or one line or even just one word, right? If if I know how I'm going to explore that one word rhythmically or, you know, yeah. melodically or what, I just write it down. So I write down all these ideas, rhymes, interesting lines, mm, interesting perspectives, what I'd like to portray interesting interpretations just write on those simple little things right so eventually when I sit down to write a song it's just um, I zero down on a perspective like you know what this is what this day this day either it's the emotion that I want to bring out yeah. or the perspective that I want to paint okay yeah. bring out as well then I, I just use then I use these other tools that I've been collecting over time, right? To portray that. To yes, to paint this picture, right? I use these interesting lines. Ah, this line is interesting. It could have, you know, could help me portray, you know, this emotion in this line or something. That's how I write my songs. It's never really just like sit down and write. It's been an interesting process. It has been like, you know, lots of failures and trying to refine the process because that's a very personal thing. Yeah. Everyone refines their process. Some people do yoga before they write a song. <laughs> you know. So how do you take failure, like as a brand? Failure. Yeah, like how mm-hmm. you dealt with failure over your like 
mm. like broken guitars. <laughs> guitars. <laughs> uh failure well uh failure is a to be honest man failure always like you know always rubs you the wrong way and to some degree we, we may brush it, it, brush it off or whatever but it always like brush it you some wrong way but it also gives you for me it gives you fuel to like you know to be even better if, if that's the case right to be <laughs> so even better yeah, like you feel like, like I have to do, I have to come back. No, yeah, yes, you, you know, you can, you can do it in that way, or it can, t- it can make you say, you know, there's that, um, there's this story about what's that famous saxophone player, Charlie Parker. So what happened is Charlie Parker, he, he went played a gig and it was horrible, and uh, the drummer apparently threw a cymbal at him, right? Then he went back and rehearsed for. I don't know how long, or yeah, well, yeah and a half, whatever. Then when he came back, he is one of the best sax jazz players ever in the world, right? He came back, he explored all the, there's a style called bebop, or bebop, it's very, very, very complex jazz thing. But yeah, he came back and was like, so good, and it was crazy, man, like, who is this human being, you know? It was crazy, but like that's that's where failure is, man. Like, it rubs you the wrong way, but it also helps you helps you reflect upon like what you are doing and how you could improve it as well, how you could refine yourself as a person, how you refine your ideas as well. So it helps you keeps you going. For me, I remember like, I mean, I've been at different stages where you know I've been booed off the stage or like I didn't have my stuff together. Uh, there's one time I played at a, a show. It was like one of my first shows ever out of my bedroom. I went and played the guitar, and the guitar, I forgot all the chords I was supposed to play, and I forgot all the lyrics. Then I remember the progression just, just before I played. It was an easy progression, so I played it over and over again, and the words were gone. I could not remember a thing. All these lights were in my face. Was a big stage. Good thing the show did. It, it, it wasn't like very well attended, so there are a few witnesses. But apparently, there's video footage. I didn't find it, but yeah, there's video footage. There's proof. There's proof. There's proof. There's proof. But yeah, like I was on the stage and um, it wasn't good. I started with like the last verse, then I did like the chorus, then I did just know it was like a jumbled story in primary school. Straight up, but. I find the pattern. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was horrible. I felt so I felt so bad after that. So you started the alphabet so from Y. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Then that was me. Y X E Q D C D A. I was just like I, I was like oh dear it's, but yeah when with that I felt I felt very horrible after that uh, thing. So I, I like at that point I, I didn't have like very many stages to play at. Luckily for me, the open mic at Mishmash started. Now I decided to me like you know, I'm in school or whatever. But every Thursday, I'll be going out to the open mic. Not many will attend it, but I'll be playing whatever new things that I learn every week. Every week. I mean, there was free beer as well, but, <laughs> but yeah, the main reason was for the music. <laughs> it was the music. Yeah. Free beer was just a compliment. But yeah, so I would go there every week, 
um, learn new songs, you know, learn how to sing better, you know, see some different acts that, you know, were singing some dope stuff that I could relate to and they would inspire me as well to improve my stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. so pretty much that was a, that's how I see failure. Like sometimes you, you always fail at some point, but that's just an opportunity for you to like reflect upon yourself and what ideas you are cultivating in this. And yeah. come back a better person, improve yourself, set your goals where you want them to be. Yeah. Kill it. Kill it. That's awesome. So, <laughs> the body of Brian, what are you up to? Like, what's the, the, the future? And what are the cool <sighs> things with like hooking up and the madness? Okay, future. I've, I've, I've seen you highlight in a few shows, like, I've seen you like yeah. be put on a few rosters of a few posters. things. <laughs> posters. Be like, Body of brand, what's yeah, this? this I just think it was a band, by the way. Like, I was like, the yeah. body of brand, like, what band is this? <laughs> it's a very strange band, strange like, okay. Band. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is, the music, man. But yeah, um, I have an album like that that I've been working on for the past, like, three years, maybe. Three years, I think. Man, it's been, like, ups and downs, trying to figure out my sound, not being satisfied with that I have produced, being satisfied with some stuff, you know, the whole emotional roller coaster when it comes to like, you know. Yeah, making music and Yeah, making music and seeing how you know molding whatever you want to mold. Yeah. But yeah, I have an album in the works. I I released a single late last year. But hopefully I'm going to release more music this year. I, I really had plans last year, but like I got some hiccups here and there. I couldn't really execute them, but hopefully this year I'll have an album in the works, release a couple of music videos. I think about maybe doing a show or two. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, to release the album and uh, yeah. See where it goes from there. See where it goes there. Plan ahead, I guess. Yeah. Trying to get you know. It's Pink Flowers from last year. I released it in November, on the start of November. Last year? Yeah, Because okay. that's the first song I, I, I listened to today morning. I was like, yeah. I don't know about your brand, and I have to do a podcast. Uh, why is Josh doing this to me? Like, 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 well, uh, the story started from Mishmash. You know? So it's like, okay, let's okay. get to work. Uh, okay, sure. It's streaming now. It's the last song. So the song that I still remember in my head. Yeah, so it's like, true. ah, okay, some song. And you know, I can't wait because I've been a, a body of brand I had since Mishmash. <laughs> Where's the tattoo? It's invisible. It's going. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's his journey uh, kind of affected my music perspective. You know, so he has no method. Like he doesn't. He looks at things it's not a to z can go a to f then back to b so it allowed me explore so i can't wait man i can't wait album, album. so my facebook says like exclusive like just like just listening party my friends like music body of prime listening party just like just make noise and then like push yeah that's cool that's cool anything so Crazy thing. Then yeah. I didn't do this, Liza. Yeah. I never did for like, the previous people I've talked to. Okay. <laughs> so like we always, I usually just ask people like before the, we end like the podcast, yeah. like what's, what would you like to tell people? Yeah. Out there, like especially musicians, because like the goal why it created this podcast was really to get into the why. Why? Yeah. Yeah, because like a lot of it's easy to kind of talk about like yeah. your album oh, and like yeah, what you're working yeah, on, yeah. but like 
really sure. understanding the why I thought would now help either inspire other musicians or so yeah. upcoming musicians kind of like figure out like hey okay that's what yeah. I need the, to be thinking about the real life experience true. Yeah, not quoting true. it true yeah ah uh, well what should I what's the question again like what, what would you want to tell what would I tell people out there especially like especially, I'm very interested in like like what would you tell your your S6 self, let's put it that way, that's easier. Like, from all like, yeah, since that was the time where everything was uh, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what rough, but like, your S6 self, what would you tell him? I don't know, probably like, my S6 self, I, I, I pretty much saw exactly what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I actually decided, like, you know what? Oh I mean, no, actually let's, let's, let's change this. What would you tell your S3 self, the one where you almost lost, where you lost your, your voice, voice broke and like, broke, and okay. then you like, you didn't know. And well, know. at that time really, you know, I don't know if I, if I have the right words to tell that person because like, at that time the knowledge that I had was uh, limited first of all. Maybe I could have become a doctor or a lawyer or something, which would have been great as well. It's just a, like, you know, eventually when you when you grow up and you get you your goalposts change you you get your your endearment draws towards something else because at that point honestly i really loved music but i wasn't really into like creating music i wasn't into that stuff man i was just listening to my emo music and just being those heads dealing with puberty and adolescence <laughs> that was very much it and dealing with invisible heartbreak yeah but um Aside from that, man, if I'm to think about like you know what words I would tell people out there is to just I will look at it this way. Always, always be an artist. Like, if there's one thing you can always you always have to cultivate is the notion that you have a blank canvas in your mind that that is endless, right? that you can explore with whichever thing you want to do, right? Mm. You can think whatever you want to think, yeah. you know? Explore whichever boundaries you want to break when it comes to like, regardless of whether it's music, you're an architect, you're an uh, whatever, engineer yeah. or whatever, filmmaker, or just cultivate, just to cultivate that, that, uh, that ability to break boundaries to create things to cultivate that that process of just continually refining ideas of your mind yeah to make it as interesting as possible to make learning enjoyable you know that's it that's what i would say man it's a wrap blank canvas brian the body has become a professor <laughs> no. and my friends make music music school this is where come, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. my friends make music music school <laughs> I think that's just a basic the basic the basic thing of like you know, exploring creativity as much as you can. Like cultivate more. Yeah. And when you say cultivate you're kind of saying like not just like you know a lot of times people like to consume and especially like maybe it's from a film perspective, like a lot of filmmakers like they watch films and they have so many opinions. But they never really execute on those yeah, things. On those like, things they're yeah. like, hey, what do you think about the new Star Wars? The characters are not developed. They're like, show me your Star Wars. You know what I mean? Or something. True, 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 but true. I think exactly. you're cultivating, saying... Cultivating, yeah, in that, that sense of like actually understanding what gears are moving in what you're... You, you, yeah. what, you, may, you may superficially look at it and say, 
this is a uh, right yeah but can you actually Get create something that will make me feel the way you are trying to say yeah. whatever you are saying right yeah. if you can do that then yeah. that's good that, I, would, I would actually want everyone to do that right Get you know yeah just say that you know what eh? i would have done this like no let me do it yeah yeah let me do it like yeah. actually you know what i won't say much i would have done like this but let me do it and see how you react yeah. to it yeah that's a good way of like being you know proactive towards good ideas right yeah you do them you know? so it's a good idea yeah. just yeah. do execute do it. execute it man just do it yeah. <laughs> if it's a good idea do it don't over jazz <laughs> you may jazz a bit you know that's your opinion but at the end of the day man you know if you want to explore it explore it as i think but, i like why you're saying why explore it because then there there's more to you know what i mean like you can sort of have a, a thing to say Yes, you, know, you understand it. Yeah. Well, but you know. that's compared to that saying, hey, I'm a musician, I'm relative. And then we're like, uh, but yeah. we've not seen you do it, like so what are you saying? But if you've like done it, yeah. failed or one, but they've like, yeah. done it, we're like, oh okay, you okay. can you can say can something actually, about yeah. it. Sure. Yes, yeah. uh, you have the point, a reference point to actually make a point. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just be like saying, Hey, I'm like what? Yeah. Yeah. And then also like uh the final thing I would uh, I like to uh, maybe like say to people is just like, you know, If you're an artist or if you are if you are an expressive person you know I would love to like you know just make your work to make people feel things ah yeah exactly yeah, yeah feel things yeah? because like when you make people feel things people are more connected to that stuff yeah Yeah, I mean, we're very emotional creatures. So, yeah, yeah, so all the emotional creatures like like if you make just make just create wonderment in the world. Just create wonderment in the world. Yes. Broke was nice. That's just create wonderment. Just broke was nice. Whether whether it's music, whether it's film, whether it's what, you know. Yeah, whatever it is people should do. Yeah, I mean like just really being really connected with it and putting feelings on the yeah. table, I think. Yeah. I actually think if people did that generally whether it's in government or like in everything econo- I mean I think a lot of damage can happen you know what yeah. I mean because if a guy governed with feelings <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> something like that thing would pass you know what I mean yeah. if a guy yeah, if a guy did accounting with feelings you know what I mean yeah, like true, it's true. just more fair enough fair enough I understand you know what I mean it's just more yeah. more care as you're saying like because when you put feelings in, mm. there's a bit more care because now there's this consideration and yeah. a bit more yes consideration fragile so you kind of yeah. not really trying to do a lot damage so you yeah. have to be very careful you no know, yeah you're not very really just pragmatic yeah. i know it ah, i'm just still this man yeah to those people are going to die no sir those damn them yeah you get like yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah when you have like you know proper emotional connections with what's around you you, you actually know your place in the universe as well you're not just the same you're not just the top of a pyramid but yeah. like you are part of the universe like everything you contribute yes everything you're part do you of the think wing, you're part of the this, everything this brother said do you think it's why this is now this now certain an argument that is not unnecessary but <laughs> i think it's perfect True. for like do you think it's why a lot of music is not culturally relevant in this market usually is because there's not really a, a deep emotional connect with that mm. like with what people are making and with what the and with the consumers like yeah. do you think sometimes because i mean like i mean like for instance mm. let's talk about like rap music mm. there's a little rap music here yeah. but for some strange reason it doesn't really move 
as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as I mean, it's, rap, it's yes, like to. like rap. You get like it's, it's mm. like the joke. I was telling someone that okay, I can listen to J Cole album yeah. and get the plot. You know what yeah. I mean? And connect with J Cole. Yeah. But like when a rapper here starts rapping, yeah. I'm like, uh, what I say? You get like I felt to like get the like the, the emotional connection. Yeah, talks him. about the kakala or something. <laughs> I mean, they the what they're yeah. saying has no emotional connection. So yeah. the influence and the impact that music has is usually just. So I just usually just come as a way to escape, mm. but not as a way to connect, you know what I mean? Mm. So when a musician goes into politics or anything, it doesn't really have any value in, in or anything or whatever. Or if you say, hey, we're, if someone says, ah, we're against women, mm. it doesn't move anyone because what you're seeing has no emotional connection with you, so you cannot really move me in that direction, do you think? Do you think it's a thing? Because it's just how I, this my yeah, thinking true. of music, just observing music, yeah. in especially from a East African like perspective. A lot of music is great, mm. but very few, of it, very little of it is emotionally connecting. That true. That's true. The people who consume it sort of just go like, ah, oh, okay, this is a nice thing to escape yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> like it's nice to go to the club or but to escape yeah, with your tune, but not to like, what is like connect with you, on a. Uh, well. I don't know if this is an argument, but I'm just gonna agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, because I've, I've been led to arguments in some circles. Yeah, some circles, circles, yeah. Just like, some circles, some circles. You, you yeah. don't get it, and I'm like, wait, yeah. like, just, I don't. Well, this is, this is what I'm gonna say. Like, I guess, you know, there's always like, you know, the emotional spectrum is, is quite wide. Sure. Right? It's quite wide. So, I guess uh, right now you can just say that maybe like the music that's being created now is just. Is very narrow. We're just looking at one specific segment of the emotional spectrum. Let's just shake our bodies and enjoy and drink some alcohol or whatever. Yeah, and have a great time. That's a good thing as well because, sure. like, you know, you will be happy or whatever. But I guess it's just like, you know, we need to explore like other things as well. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're just concentrating on one, one guy or, or too much. Yeah. yeah. True. Get angry, you know. Cool. Yeah, like I've always said, like there should be a rapper who is like so angry, like yeah, our yeah, own yeah. version of Eminem. <laughs> nah, I mean, like he's yeah, always yeah. angry, like like uh, why is he always angry? Why is he always angry? Yeah, yeah. but, we but need I guess I guess also like I think that there's 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 artists out there who, who are exploring that stuff. Is that they're not yet reaching our ears? Yeah, or <laughs> society kind of yeah. makes you. Feel out of place when you actually express other yeah, points, yeah. you know. Yeah. Other points like, as well. <laughs> so angry, so offensive, or is so rude, or, because so, you know they feel like you have to either be welcoming or you know. <laughs> you get what I'm well, saying? Like nice, well, yeah, you know, well, yeah. Which, which is because even as a vocalist, you know, people end up doing maybe ad libs where yeah. they don't really matter because it doesn't sound this way. Then, oh my God, it's not mm-hmm. good, but. True. What defines? I think. So. Yeah. So I guess I guess it's just like uh, the the point for the for the artist, mm. like to just like make make a standpoint and say you know what. Regardless of what whoever says, I'm gonna just make this stuff because I feel this kind of way. Then you know? and so <laughs> Yeah. There's there's people who connect to it. There's those who won't connect to it. Well, I would have made the music or yeah. created this art piece or yeah. created this film yeah. or what. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Cool. So this is the end of this podcast. Thank you very much. It's awesome. Put your brand. I was like, they're thinking about it. Like, don't, 
So yeah, just go follow him on SoundCloud. He's on Instagram somewhere, I guess. Twitter. Yeah. He's on Twitter. Why? I yeah. don't know. Is <laughs> uh, yeah, that a campaign against Twitter? Anyway, so yeah, Body of Brian everywhere, right? The Facebook. Body of Brian. Yeah. The, the Body. Yeah, it's the Body of Brian. Yes. On Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube. YouTube yeah. yeah. Musically, yeah. if you're that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sure. yeah. I, have new, I have new music coming out soon, so exclusive. Yeah. I told you. I can just like an acoustic I video. I like, just like I put my guitar to play for you guys some, but yeah. That's right. actually a funny thing. I was thinking about it the whole day. I was like, but... just should come with the guitar, man, <laughs> and just film like a really simple acoustic but... thing. But we, like, shall, yeah. we shall, we shall, do this. Don't worry. Mm, we shall do it. Yeah. We shall do it another time. Yeah. 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 Sure, cool. Sure. So yeah, yeah, the rest. Uh, my Facebook music, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and on iTunes. Yeah, that is it, and we're done. I hope that comes recording. <laughs>